life demands that you pick up the pace. If you don't pick up the pace, you're going to be left behind. I'm amazed at the people that lack the flexibility to pick up the pace. They just get in a rut. I scroll down here and I'm going to scroll back. I'm going to scroll over here. I'm going to scroll over there. One of the most amazing things about the disaster at Malaysia is that when it happened, everybody had to pick up the pace. All the news media had to pick up the pace. They were booking night flights and flying over here and flying over there. Somebody had to work overtime, won't be home for three days, typing in the middle of the night, research going on, because when something happens, everybody got to pick up the pace. That's why I can't deal with people who cannot pick broadcast and this is like what is it 128 central time right now and there's no rhyme or reason for me broadcasting right now except that there was something on my heart and part of the reason why I started doing I am Joshua and got away from gratitude unfiltered is I just kind of wanted to be able to broadcast when I wanted to without having to schedule everything and do it all that way and one of the other reasons why um it's been a while since I broadcast is because I've really been waiting for God to say, this is what I want you to talk about. Uh, good to see you, Timothy. Good to see you guys. We are live on the Live Mono Worldwide Network, which you can see on livemonoworldwide.org. Uh, you can download the E360 TV app and find us there as well. Um, but here's the thing. Like I, I went through this phase with Gratitude Unfiltered where I was doing a lot of more ministry-based shows, and, and uh, which was great. And But then what I found was that I started, I got kind of bored with some of the content and I was like searching for sermons and searching for all of these ideas and I quit relying on God to speak to me. And those of you who have a walk with the Lord, you, you know that you know hearing from God matters a lot. And, uh, and I went through a season where I didn't really hear a lot and, and it, it, it was a little frustrating but I took that in my spirit as it's just time for me to walk away for a little bit and focus on these other things that I have in front of me. But today I have something to say. Um, actually, hold on, let me back up. I went back to, uh, gosh, dang it. Um, I remember about a couple of weeks ago, even the three weeks, four weeks ago, where a lot of the content that I was wanting to create, a lot of the things that I was wanting to say had an edge to it and it was it was divisive was wanting to woke people wanting to 
point things out that were true, that were, you know, that the world was showing up as a lie and, or the, the you know, like we were being deceived by the media and like, and I was feeding off of all of that and feeding off all of that just gave me a negative energy and, and like, and it was causing divisiveness. I was finding myself hurting people that I loved and that's the last thing I ever want to do. And so I made this commitment that any content that I provided was going to be something that was useful or, 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 you know, providing hope or something else. But today this stuck with me. Um, the series of events happened over the last few days where, uh, I, I got kind of knocked on my rocker a little bit emotionally. And, you know, I battle with having dis disassociative identity disorder and borderline personality disorder. And, DID is kind of like having multiple personality disorder and sometimes when this other person tries to take over it can cause fits and I was at a breaking point yesterday. What's up Kara? Good to see you. I was at a breaking point yesterday where I was really struggling mentally. I was really struggling with my mental health. I was struggling with like forgetting who I was like who God made me. And my old self was wanting to come out screaming. Um, and I had to wrestle with some of those thoughts. But I had two different instances where, and then ended up being another one today, that it reminded me of something very, very special. And this is what I wanna share. This is where I'm going with all of this. Your truth matters. Like, is one thing about sharing your pain and sharing your struggles and sharing the, the problems that you have. There's, there's one, there's, there's, you have that. And then there's the victim mentality that you can take on with that. But being open about struggles or failures or areas of your life that you're wrestling with matter to people. And no matter where you are in your life, your story and what you're going through, your testimony matters. And, and I was reminded of this because I remember years ago, like when I had morning gratitude, I, I, you know, I, people always gave me credit for being so bold with my truth. And, and the truth was that I was withholding two very important pieces of my testimony that mattered, but I feared judgment. I feared being judged for having HIV. I feared being judged for being uh, going to, for two of the six times I'd been in jail, I was, I was worried that people that would label me as an abuser and people would be scared of me and not want to have anything to do with me. But my man, Lauren Harris, was always known, he's known for saying this, but 98% of the truth is not the truth. And, and God doesn't bless lies. And when I finally got the courage to come out and say, look, I, I have HIV and, and talk, and then, then two of the other six times I'd been in jail and sharing that, it, yeah, I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of people that, you know, that I thought cared about me. But what I did gain through that was love and learning um, I learned that people loved me, and then, then I was able to love myself, too. 
And then I've gotten really, really comfortable with the truth and, and being able to share, like even when I made mistakes, even when I had a meth relapse or even, I mean, after my meth relapse year, almost two years ago um, and the consequences and like what happened after that, being able to come on here and talk about that was freeing. But, and it's powerful to share your truth and like to get rid of your secrets and to, and to, to let those things loose. Because when you do that, you're allowing God to use it. You're allowing, you're basically, when you confess it or you admit it or you let go of the secret, what's happening is you're letting, like, you're letting, you're giving God an opportunity to use it for something good. But last, yesterday, two times and once today, I got to see the power of testimony in a way that I never have before. One of my friends, and I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say names or anything, and I wanna be very careful about the details, but one of my friends reached out and said that they were really, they found out some news, they took an HIV test and they got some bad news and I was the person they could call. Um, another person was struggling with um, there's, they're, they're going to lose their family because of, of, of meth use. And I know what that's like because of my drug use. I lost the right to see my twins. And that's, that, that's, it's much as that sucks to hear. It, it was encouraging and it was a reminder from God that he will use this. And the reason why we share our heart, the reason why we share our story the reason why we we do these things are, are, are not about us. Like as good as it may feel for us, as good as it may feel for us to be able to share and get these things off our chest, when you do that, it gives God an opportunity to use it, but at the same time, use it in someone else's life. Because how you overcame whatever it is, whether it was being in an abusive relationship or you dated a narcissist, or you were in a relationship with me at some point. Being able to talk about that and share those experiences becomes healing for other people. And so there's a lot of people, especially people in the ministry and, and or their, their influencers, they hide things because they're, they're afraid of judgment. They're afraid of what people will say. I mean, there's a pastor um, one of the most famous, what is it, Jerry Falwell, like in his little scandal that's going on right now with his wife and him watching his wife get have sex with the pool boy, and like, and like, of course, he's being judged for that right now. He's being criticized, and it came out in the worst way because he was being blackmailed. But the root of that is there's a there's a, a, a struggle there. There's a there's something that he's going through that. That, that drove him to that. Like it happened for a reason. And, and yet he tried to cover up, he tried to hide it, he tried to keep it a secret. And that's where everything goes wrong when we try to keep things secret. Because eventually the truth will come out through anything. Like the truth always will come out. And, but these struggles that people have, and especially in ministry, and maybe it's a sexual addiction or something like that, like the fact is, like those, like those things are real for a lot of people. Like 
just because I love the Lord doesn't mean, and I and I like dedicate my life in service, doesn't mean that I don't struggle with real things like mental health or perverted sexual desire. Like those things don't just go away when you become a Christian. They happen. It's what you do with those thoughts that matter. But being able to talk about those things are freeing, not only just for yourself because it will set you free, but it very well may set someone else free. And so the only reason why I'm even coming on this right now is because I got to see in real time what testimony will do for other people. Your testimony may be your purpose in this world. Like, it may be your thing that takes you to the place that God wants you to be. So the things that you're hiding, those little secrets that you're, that you're keeping are, are very well keeping you from the extraordinary blessing that God is, re- is setting you up for. Your testimony could be the gift to the world that like we always think it's like, well, I'm going to invent something or I'm going to create this business or this product. It very well could be your testimony. That could be the thing that absolutely sets you free. That could be your gift and your contribution and your purpose in this world. So this is short. This is no, no, like, I'm not going to go on for an hour about this, but I wanted to encourage you to to share your truth with somebody. I mean, I'm not telling you that you need to go on a talk show and do it, although there is some power in that. I want to encourage you today that to share your testimony with somebody, the Christians especially, how you overcame, how you came to know the Lord, what you've been delivered from, or delivered through is your gift. It's the most powerful thing in the world, I believe. And somebody out there is waiting to hear your testimony. And it doesn't matter what position you are at in life. Like what, no matter what position it is, like if you're a pastor, if you're somebody that's homeless, if you're somebody that's just now getting on their feet, no matter where you are in your life, it very well could be that, you know, there's somebody dying right now, like literally dying to hear your testimony. Because by sharing it, you've opened up the space for them to come and hear how God changed your life. And it matters. And even with your struggles, the same way, you're allowing somebody to be there for you. And right now, from what I've seen, there's a lot of lonely, scared, and hurting people. And your story may be the difference in their life that they need. That's it. God bless. See you guys later.